ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Running on Scuffs. Uh, I am your host, uh, the, I was going to say lovely, uh, but you know, we're, that's, I guess that's for the fans to decide. You, you are the decide. lovely Justin Seeger. Okay? Uh, well, I, I appreciate that, Mike. Uh, we're the, uh, the lovely Justin Seeger. I, I'm no Vanna White, that's for sure, but we're. Ain't nobody Vanna White. Uh, well, that's true, but, um. And I'm joined by uh, by my my lovely group of co-hosts uh, and our producer, Mr. Zach Williams. Uh, we are here and we're ready to talk about a lovely week of racing. Uh, and we're going to find out just how many times I can say the word lovely in this podcast. Um, Zach, I should have had you make a, a counter for it. Like, right. it's just, just like little check marks on the yeah, bottom of your screen. This is tally point. Um, I don't know how how lovely it really was to be honest if I'm if I'm being completely honest about uh, Martinsville but we'll get into that a little bit later but yeah let's let's get things going uh, first of all let's get into our introductions first and foremost uh, right to my side here is my fellow dipstick mr. Zachary Bell how are you doing tonight sir it's been a while yeah a lot of things going on but um, I couldn't miss Riley Herbst's triumphant rec- Turn to the Cup Series, so uh, you know coming in with a full head of steam, right? Absolutely, we gotta we we should have had you wear the shirt. Although I understand that the deal is only if he wins. So if he wins or he goes full time Cup racing next year, I will do an entire episode of this show and a dedicated live stream to one Riley Herbst. Um, may it truly be the most terrible night of our lives. All right, so you heard it here first. We're uh, we're starting a GoFundMe uh, to donate to getting enough sponsorship to convince a cup team to uh, to put Riley Herbst on the track uh, in the newly branded uh, Running on Scuffs uh, 15 car for Rick Ware Racing. That's I was about to that's say. There's a spot open at Rick Ware. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we're going to be doing. So uh, only slightly, yeah. man. <laughs> so. Yeah, that, that'll be that's our that's our new plan. We're going to sponsor a cup team. Um, all right, uh, and right below, uh, Mr. Zach Bell, our purveyor of Daft stats, Mr. Mike Daffner. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain too much, other than the fact that Mother Nature has once again decided to make Ohio cold. She can't make up her mind this time of year, but you know we roll with it. Um, Martinsville race was okay, of course good old number four for me looked like he had he was doing pretty darn good and then a pit stop snafu caused him to you know finish towards the mid 20s so you know what you win some you lose some yeah we're starting off the uh we're, we're starting to get mother nature as far as that's concerned mike we're starting to get her back in in order mike uh ohio's getting kind of cold again and down here in mississippi we've got a 90 degree day coming up later this week so we're starting to get back to normalcy there it is currently 38 degrees where i am at and it feels like 31 with the wind yeah we're we're getting to a point we're starting to get back to normal that's how things that's how i got an 80 degree 80 degree day this week too (laughs) maybe not i don't know but (laughs) Uh, anyways, uh, and last but not least, uh, Zach, Dan is not here right now. So that means you are, our uh, currently our resident Florida man. Uh, I'll take that title. So, uh, how are you doing tonight, sir? 
I'm doing pretty good. I'm a little tired. I spent the weekend down with my sister in Orlando and just got done hauling ass three hours back to make it here for the show. But I'm glad I'm here. Well, he was in. He he didn't want to tell you this, but he was in Star Wars Land. He was. Yeah, I was at Hollywood Studios. My sister works for Disney, so we had to go. My gosh, as a as a Star Wars fan myself, I'm jealous of Zach for that. So I just you know want to point that out there. If anybody, any fan, if you would like to buy me tickets. Uh, and the two of us go to Galaxy's Edge uh, in Disney World. Uh, I will gladly meet you there. So that's that's my that's my offer. <laughs> well, and that, that will I will continually have that offer for from now till uh, as long as we're we're doing this show. That's, so any anyone can apply. Yeah, we'll put the we'll put the link on the website to the application. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, probably the, the first one submitted will probably be accepted. <laughs> but anyway, we've got a good show for you guys planned out here tonight. Uh, it's going to be a fun one with you gentlemen. Uh, as always, before we get started, comment your thoughts down below. We love hearing from all of our viewers. How are y'all doing tonight? We want to hear. Uh, and uh, what do y'all think of the, the weekend's racing in Martinsville? We're going to get into that here in a, just a few moments. And uh, as always, check out our socials uh, and our website. Be sure to, uh, to check all that out. And uh, yeah, without further ado, I guess we'll go ahead and get into it. Uh, we've got three races to talk about, so let's go ahead and get into our race review state. Thank you there, Zach. And uh, to start out, uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into the Sunday uh, we were at the paper clip. Unfortunately, it wasn't as pretty as that because we weren't under the light for separation. Uh, uh, we were for the uh, truck in the rain, somewhat. Um, but yeah, starting out with Sunday's race, Cup Series action at Martinsville. Ryan Priest was on the pole uh, for the race, and he led a large majority of the opening stage. He did win stage one. Actually, yeah, he led all of stage one. Uh, then got caught speeding on pit road, which ended up ultimately ruining his day because he never was able to get back up towards the front. Uh, Kevin Harvick, Mike, your guy, he was able to win stage two, uh, sweeping uh, sweeping the stages for uh, Stuart Haas. And, of course, uh, somehow they always figure out a way. Hendrick Motorsports comes back and with – Kyle Larson picks up a, his second win of 2023. And uh, Zach Williams, I know you're you're happy about that. Another Hendrick win as if you don't have enough already. We'll take them all. Uh, but you don't need them all. You've already got, I mean, share the wealth here. Yeah. You know. it's, it's always nice to win, though. And I'm so glad Chase got back up to a uh, top 10 finish. Zachary Bell, you and I both uh, both had drivers, uh, our favorite drivers, get their first top fives of the season. Uh, so that was a, a pretty good plus side for, for two JVR drivers. Uh, Mr. Ryan Hill, his driver got a top five as well. He got uh, – Joey Lagana got second. I was kind of hoping Truex would maybe give him a little payback for 2018 just for – and, you know, maybe if it was for the win, he would have, but. Uh, nonetheless, so I want to get your guys' thoughts on on Martinsville. 
uh, as a whole, uh, you know, just kind of encompassing the race. And Zach Bell, I want to go to you first here. Uh, what were your thoughts on on the race? I know you guys see the title. Uh, I got to say, I, to use a, a wrestling MJF quote, it was pretty mid as far as I'm concerned. But, Zach, what were your thoughts? I mean, it was okay. Like, it was better than last season, right? Um, definitively better than last spring's race. And uh, we know how much I despised the fall race last year, but outside of outside of the Hell Melon move, it was a better race. Um, now, t- this is still disappointing overall for Martinsville standards, but I, I think that this is the uh, I think I'm ready to declare it. This is the Gen Seven short track racing man. Uh, NASCAR's done just about everything they can do. It seems like their hands are pretty much tied without creating a whole new car which they're not going to do, of course. Um, so this might be kind of the, the world we're stuck in, unfortunately. Yeah, it, it just it does kind of seem to be the, the world of short track racing. Uh, Tommy Williams, he thought the cup race was a little boring until it got closer to the end. I would agree. I will agree with you, Zach, though. I do think it was better than the spring race last year. Uh, Dan Foster, he's uh, he's not here in person, but he's commenting. Uh, we we miss you, Dan. We uh, we hope you're feeling better soon. Know you were a little under under the weather this weekend, so. Uh, yeah, I will say in response to, to Tommy's comment, I want to say, I think Martinsville races generally are slow burn races, right? Um, you know, it's a it's a like a like a pressure cooker, you know. Like eventually things are gonna things are gonna steam up and, and come out, you know. Um, so I don't. So like this, the, the problem with this race is is it had some tension building, but it was never physical enough and easy enough to pass on track for like the pressure cooker to be released and all the steam to come out. You know, the steam hasn't come out of the Martinsville race since uh, since Alex Bowman, you know, was a hack. Yeah, for sure. Uh... Speaking of, I, I wanted to point out something that you said, Zach. Speaking of the the Hell Melon move in uh, <laughs> in, in the fall, uh, how many times did we watch the the replay of that over the course of this weekend? <laughs> or maybe not even watch it, but heard it mentioned by literally everybody. Like, I get it was a great Martinsville moment, but I, I felt like. Fox and, and NASCAR kind of, you know, a little bit of overkill. Definitely. Enough times that I wish Ross Chastain, Ross Chastain ran me over in the process. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was I mean, a little bit. I think they even went up to Ross Chastain and got an interview and mentioned it to him, and even he was like, all right, it's kind of like, it's kind of over now, guys. It's like, yeah, like, come on. It's been six months. <laughs> And the best part is, is we know that like NBC is going to be playing it all over again when we come back in the fall. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah. who's going to make the melon move? And we, real fans, know that this rule is clearly no longer allowed. You know, it's against the rules of NASCAR to make this move. But I'm sure NBC is going to find some twisted way of like, what driver will make the daring move that Ross Chastain move? Like, there is no daring move left to do. There is no daring move left. Okay. Well, isn't the penalty? Uh, I'm sorry. Isn't the penalty for it a time penalty, like three seconds or whatever? 
Yeah, it's like five seconds, three seconds, something. I don't know. It's somebody's the, just enough. To do the ma- somebody's going to try to do the math and go, okay, I need like one spot. Would I get that one spot even with the three second penalty? Is, is it worth it? No, no, not at Martinsville. Almost, it's almost impossible. At Martinsville. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean you got was he, like, he passed five cars. Yeah, he passed like right. five cars in the process. Had one of those had the I car mean, right in front of him. The first car he passed been three seconds behind him at the finish. He would have gotten yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, right, but none of them ended up three seconds behind him at the finish. I'll yeah, stand I think, by. I'll check that out. Yeah, I, I think the Martinsville. I think it was close enough to where it didn't. But I, I would be interested to see if there was anybody that was willing to do that math and just you know just play the game. But it's got to be like a really specific circumstance. But I think as long as there's you know forty, you know thirty six or forty Cup cars competing, like most likely it's not going to be a reality. I think you'd really need something like 15 cars, 20 cars, probably. I just like want like what the heat be like a thing. Something like that. I just want to heroes. know. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know that there's a cup team out there that will play the game the way that I play F1 on PlayStation. And I'm like, if I cut this corner, I get a three-second time penalty. But is a three-second time penalty worth cutting the corner? Right. <laughs> like, so... I'm looking at Hendrick Motorsports. I'm looking squarely at Hendrick Motorsports. Anyways, moving on to the uh, to the Xfinity Series race while Mike is, is looking that stat up for us. Um, the Xfinity race was pretty much uh, pretty well summed up with uh, three words or three names, should I say, John Hunter Nemechek. Um, that was pretty much the how the the Xfinity race went. There was some action. It was, you know, it wasn't a completely boring race, but it was a completely boring race as far as the battle for the lead is concerned. Uh, Cause John Hunter was just lights out above the, above the rest. Uh, and I'm starting to wonder if his celebration was uh, Dan, you mentioned it. That car was on fire. Uh, I'm starting to wonder if the celebration was literally uh, an advertisement for the uh, for the fire extinguisher that was sponsoring his car, uh, because he literally burned, literally burned it down. The car was on fire when he got out. It was a heck of a burnout. Uh, and then when he got out of the car, he mentioned how Martinsville uses the uh, the fire extinguishers uh, from the company that was on his car. So, um, anyways, so, uh, <clears throat> that was pretty well. The, the Xfinity race, the truck race, it was a rain shortened race. Uh, but we did get to see, we do have a few things to talk about in the trucks, not just the winner, which ended up being Corey Heim, uh, for Tricon garage. It's the first race win for Tricon, uh, since swapping over to that uh, to that team branding that name, uh, and the first win of the season for Corey Heim, so really good. Uh, yeah, Dan's right. He said he just made the money by making the track pay to replace the extinguisher. Uh, that's right. Hey, you got to keep the sponsors happy. You gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, nonetheless, uh, in the truck race and. Uh, 
Zach, uh, Bell, I'm going to go back to you on this one as well. Uh, I know that you said you didn't weren't able to watch the truck race live, but I also know that you saw what happened with uh, with Carson Hosevar there in the end. What what were your thoughts on that one? Oh man, um, yeah, I didn't get to watch this. I didn't get to watch this race live. I had intentions of watching it live, and then I heard less than half the races ran under green flag, so I was like, I'll pass. Um, which is probably the best pass made all weekend. But I will say, uh, as for Carson Hosevar, you know, I, I was at the Texas race when he won. Um, and it's a really exciting moment, you know, and he's a likable dude. He really is. Um, but I, I've come after him on the show before. I've come after Carson Hosevar a little bit. Um, man, I, I tell you what, he uh, he really wants to be the villain, it seems like. I mean, uh, this is almost about as blatant as an intentional wreck as it gets. I don't really understand why he feels the need to do this. I mean, this is this is a guy who, in my opinion, is like fringe championship four competitor, you know? Um, and he's certainly not going to make his path there any easier by all of the shenanigans he does. Uh, you know, he, what did he do last year? He right-hooked someone at, at uh, Indianapolis, the, the, uh, the short track IRP. He uh, intentionally caused a caution at Richmond when he was about to go a lap down last year in the playoff race for the trucks. Like, it's, it's, I don't know, man. Like, have some like respect for the sport, I guess. You know, it's really hard. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I really want to like him. I really do. But man, yeah, uh, I like Carson Hosevar, him... but it, it's I, he seems to be like he's a likable personality. But Carson Hosevar, there there are some things that he's done that. It just does seem to have a little bit of a lack of respect there, but uh, but anyway, uh, Mike, uh, I saw you you comment here. You're uh, you've got those intervals for us from the 2022 Fall Cup race. Was Rossi Astain uh, three seconds ahead of any of the cars that he passed? Not even close. The if he, I think he passed like what five six. I don't know exactly how many he passed. Yeah, he passed but six. To I go, think. To, he finished fifth in the race, it appears. And in order to get back three seconds from his fifth place finish, you have to go all the way to AJ Allmendinger in 24th. So, no. Yeah, yeah I guess a, I guess a three-second penalty is enough. Yeah, yeah uh, it's definitely not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, more than bloody. So at, at Martinsville, we know it is not worth it. Um, but it was fun in the moment, so that, that's yeah. you know. So we'll go. Some with of that. us, fun for some uh, of us. Well, yeah. well, some of us yeah. were at the butt end of it. I just want to say we are so a don't quarter of we are a quarter of the way through the season, and my number one uh, hot take, my hottest take of the season, is still true. Denny Hamlin is still not won a race. <laughs> You should have won two. I don't know how many. I don't know how many of my my hot takes have been uh, have been ruined. That's the uh, only one I've got that's true. But... Anna Williams turning in on YouTube. She says, "Hey, hey, Anna, we're glad to, to glad to have you here. Glad to have you joining in with us." My little uh, sister got to hang out with her this weekend. Yeah, we're uh, we're ready is that to the one uh, that works at Disney. It is. Can she get me to Galaxy's Edge? <laughs> You'll have to talk to her about Move that off, on, off show. from the topic. 
Yeah. <laughs> I can't move on from that so topic. Let's then. circle back. My bad. I got you yeah, distracted. Yeah, move, moving on. I can't move on from that topic, Zach. That's going to be a thing now. Okay. Um, but anyway, let boom. Oh. I agree with you with Carson Hosevar. One thing I, I do think that uh, was experimental for the truck race that did work was the uh, the wet uh, tires on the damp track. Uh, they tried that out for the for the first stint of the race. Um, it proved that it wasn't going to be necessarily something that keeps you know that allows them to run in the rain, but it allows them to run on a wet track. Uh, you know, to help with drying the track, you know, obviously the trucks, while they're running on it, they're going to dry the track some anyway. So um, that was an experiment that I think worked. Uh, Mike, do you have any, any thoughts on that? I thought it was because I know you've been a, an advocate. You said, let's, you know, put rain tires on at Talladega and run them. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I can't stand there is nothing more in this sport I cannot stand besides Denny Hamlin than a uh, than a race being delayed or even postponed a day due to rain. The fans paid to see a race. If they want to stick around through the rain delay, let them see a race. I can get behind that because I got sent home from the August race last year because it got delayed to the next day. Mm-hmm. Some of us I, can't take the next day off to go to a race on short notice, okay? I've I've gotten sent home from a race due to rain and wasn't able to go, but I, I still don't know if I, I like the idea of putting them out on a wet 200 track miles an hour Vega. in the yeah. rain. Okay, well, okay. I think, I, I think if we wanted a, a reason for why we shouldn't, I think uh, the Daytona fall race from last year is kind of a – Kind of well, yeah, that's what that. I'm ta- that's that's what I'm talking about. They that's were run, but they were run. They were they were, were running on 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 slicks. That that's a whole different story. They were they were running on nothing. That once they got out of yeah, they're running on the wall. Yeah, I, I think I think Denny Hamlin was in that one too, wasn't he, Zach? He was the <laughs> leader was so of the sure. race. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was leading. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He won. That race, and you uh-huh. know it. Uh-huh. It is. I, Austin I, I didn't know you won races by hitting the wall in turn one. I, th- I didn't know. <laughs> oh my god! It was literally oh, yeah. raining on the track, and he won. He literally. Oh my gosh! How long was that stupid rain delay? He what? He was right there in position. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is NASCAR's uh, fault. This. It was only raining in turn one, though. Like I was sitting there in the stands, and it was not raining at all. And then yeah, the but NASCAR like, has happened? officials in turn one. It's not oh, your I... job in the stands to know. It's NASCAR's job. I've seen rain mess up races. I was at that Texas race that didn't end until that Wednesday in 2020. They should have called that race sooner, too. That cost Kevin Harvick. Legitimately, that race is what cost Kevin Harvick his championship for birth in 2020. He was leading the race. He got he got stuck. He got He ran over a wet part of the track. And he hit the wall, and he goes down pit road. And two laps later, they call the race. They put they put call the red flag on the race. You know, I am I am in the opposite direction here. I am all for NASCAR being aggressive with postponing races, red flagging races um, for the weather. Like this is, uh... yeah, I know the actual results, Dan. <laughs> 
But <laughs> what I'm telling you, put it up, put it up, Zach, put it up. I was waiting for. But you. what I'm telling you is, is that the results are bullshit. We know full and well that Denny Hamlin was in control of this race. NASCAR did not throw the caution. He then proceeded to wreck because NASCAR let them race on a wet track. And then, because of their messed up timing and scoring, somehow Austin Dillon's the leader in all of this. And he asked backwards his way into a playoff spot. He just snuck. I understand what actually happened. That's how he got it, man. It didn't matter what lane he was in. I completely agree, Zach. Truex should have been in the playoffs. That's right. He should have been. They should have called the race right then and there. Truex would have gotten in, not Ryan Blaney. Uh, Better yet, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to go back and rehash these topics. If you'd like to go back and watch last year's episode recapping that race, please go ahead and re-listen to it. I'm just as worked up about it as I am now. Um, I don't think we. I don't think we had an episode for that one. Did we not? I thought we did. Yeah, like we started our, right our, after they told. No, our first episode was the playoff prediction show, so we weren't focused right on. Like, we're, oh, we we didn't yeah. really focus on how how we got there. It was just the fact that we were there. Yeah. Well, if you'd like for me to to have some personal discourse with me in my Twitter DMs or any other various ways of finding me that you know how to, please go ahead. Um, and I will, I will debate with you. I, I live for this, but you can't tell me that Denny Hamlin shouldn't was robbed of this race. Um, but it's okay. Um, Denny Hamlin often beats himself, so sometimes NASCAR can come out and beat him, and that's okay. Anyways, we've uh, so as far as what I, what I want to get to that on on as far as Martinsville goes, uh, you know, I, I'm not necessarily advocating for that. Uh, for them to go off into turn one at Daytona on, you know, racing in the rain or or any track necessarily for racing in the rain because we saw what happened uh, at 2021 in the Coda race uh, when they race in the rain, and that's a road course. Um, sometimes the tires aren't enough. Sometimes you just simply cannot see, uh, and that makes it dangerous for the drivers. But it sucks for the fans, but, you know, Mike, you and I know uh, just about as good as anybody. You're not going to beat Mother Nature in a fight. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, Heck, so. I'm up for night racing at Talladega since you mentioned not being able to see. We don't need lights. Just go. Just oh, my God. Light. You know, you you mentioned that. I was I was there for the Xfinity race that they shortened for rain, the one that Brandon Brown uh, won. And, you know, there were some people who were like, it wasn't that dark. It was that dark. <laughs> They, it was, up, man. they were I've been saying it's that exact so same thing for years. Right, but they're talking it's about expensive. how big it is. They can't do it, but it's not really that much bigger than Daytona if you think about it lights wise. It's not, it wouldn't be that much bigger. Yeah, but that was, uh, that was a pretty big investment for Daytona too. Plus frankly, they should just a, race at noon. Daytona gets in a lot of eight AM race. Yeah. Yep, sun. Hey, matter of fact, we're gonna. They should do a sun up race as soon as the sun breaks the horizon. That's green flag. So you're just they like, need to do that on a sun go. That'd be a cool need, race. Like they go like sun up to sundown. They need to do that at uh, on a weekend where Formula One actually doesn't wake me up at three in the morning to watch it. <laughs> um, 
Pocono. They should do it at Pocono. There was Mama, Se- Mama Seeger, Talladega needs lights. She was there for that Brandon Brown race, too. It really was that dark. <laughs> I'm not saying Talladega doesn't need lights. This is not the argument I'm trying to make. But I will say, if, if the track is going to continue to not have lights, we should just have noon start times. In fact, every race should start at noon Eastern time. Noon there Eastern are. time, unless you're on the West Coast. To. If you're on the West Coast, then it should start at 2 p.m. Eastern time. I don't care about anything else. Listen, that's it, man. Listen, I I know I live in Texas. This would mean an 11 a.m. start time at, at like Texas and Coda and stuff. I'm all here for it. I'm all here for it. Well, here's here's what I have to say. Excluding road courses, there are only five tracks on the schedule that do not have lights. Pocono, Michigan, New Hampshire, Dover, and Talladega. All five you know, of them honestly, need to get on board. Honestly, sure. I would agree with Zach. I, I think the uh, I think we need to go back to the earlier start no. times because I mean, mm-hmm. oh, I agree with that too. Because I mean, we used to have time. I mean, you know, and not to get off on on too much of a tangent here because we've got other things to talk about. But you know, we we know that as far as the weather goes, especially down here in the south. Uh, you know, storms build up in the summer for the afternoon hours. So if you get something in before that, you know, it could rain at three or four in the afternoon and it not bother you, you know, not, not well, affect then let's you. just go with an 11 central start time. Hey, there were times where I was that is new. There's new yes. Eastern time. There were times where I used to like back in 2007 where I'd get out of church and there were already 50 laps in. I was, and I couldn't, can't tell you how angry I was because I, I hated missing the first 50 laps of a race. But, uh, yeah, hey man, that's I, like half a stage one these days. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you'd miss an entire stage, but you know what? That's, that's what we do. Anyways, before we get into it, uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about, and I can tell by the attitudes, everybody's going to be ready ready for it. But before we get to that, we have a few news stories that we have to cover from the last week. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into our Scuff Stories segment. And uh, starting off, uh, Corey Heim, he, uh, we just talked about him. He won the Rain Short and Truck Race. Uh, he was uh, able to, he's going to be making his Xfinity debut uh, at Dover, driving the number 24 for Sam Hunt Racing. Um, really good opportunity for him. I know Connor Mosak's been driving that car a lot, uh, but really cool to see a driver like Corey Heim get to, get to step up and make that uh, Xfinity debut. Uh, obviously, he just proved that he deserves it with a with a win in the truck series. So we'll see what he can do there. Uh, if you guys watched uh, this past weekend, we didn't really mention it uh, during the uh, during our, our race review. Chase Elliott returned to racing at Martinsville. He's going to be uh, he's going to be back full time uh, competing in the Cup Series. Uh, he was able to get a top ten finish. And he's here to save the TV ratings. He's here to save the TV. (laughs) They did drop significantly. I noticed that was like 15%. Look, he got a full length commercial for his return. So, (laughs) I mean, 
we're we're over here. We're we've got Chase Elliott getting a full minute long commercial for for his return. That's that's pretty no, no complaints crazy. here. Yeah. Um. Uh, the Bubba Wallace documentary uh, on Netflix, Race, uh, has been nominated for a sports uh, Emmy. So uh, really cool to see, you know, any kind of a NASCAR media thing like that get nominated for an award. Um, Chase Briscoe, we talked about Chase Elliott getting injured and he just now returned. Chase Briscoe had surgery on his finger. They talked about that uh, at Bristol Dirt and they talked about it uh at Martinsville as well, Chase Briscoe had fractured his uh, his uh, middle finger, and uh, was he was running with a splint on it, and he was he had successful surgery on it earlier today. Not expected to miss any time in the car, uh, although it might be a little bit difficult for him to drive it. Although he did pretty well in the splint, uh, so my favorite comment on it, I think it was Mike Joy or no, it was Boyer. Boyer in the booth's like, yeah, if he wants to give somebody the finger, all he has to do is just stick his hand out the window. It's already up. Or if somebody, or if he did give someone the finger uh, and they they tried to come up to him and say something about it, it'd be like, look, man, it was just a splint. I didn't. I was, I was just waving at him. I was just, yeah. I have a splint on my finger. What do you, you know, what do you expect? But, uh, uh, Chase Elliott, uh, what track was that? Bristol or Martinsville? I forget where. Might not have been. Either oh, yeah. It was a... off. Uh, I don't even remember who he was mad at. I think it was Kyle Busch, wasn't it? Yeah. Because I've seen a shirt that That's says right. that. And it has was that at Dover? It, was it Dover? I don't think it was. I'll look into this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I actually saw a shirt this weekend online that had that. <laughs> um. Zane Smith is going to drive the. Uh, or it, was drive the it was Darlington. It was Darlington. He flipped him off yeah. at Darlington in 2020. Yeah. Sorry. Nope. Sorry, that Justin. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, you're good. Yeah, that was Darlington. That yep, was Darlington the, confirmed. That was one of the COVID races. That was races, an iconic yeah. race. Yeah. The race was iconic. That was one of the best yeah. races I've seen in recent memory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh. But Zane Smith, he would he drove the uh, number fifty one for Rick Ware Racing at Martinsville, uh, in place of Cody Ware. Uh, this weekend, I believe JJ Yaley is stepping into the fifty one. Riley Herbst, yeah, we Zach so excited about it. Uh, he's taking over the fifteen uh, for uh, for Rick Ware Racing. Uh, Zane Smith will drive the thirty eight. Todd Gillen in the thirty six, uh, and Austin Hill in the number 62. So for your cup drivers that are not, uh, you know, not typically where they would be, uh, that's what you need to know for, for the cup race on Sunday at Talladega. Uh, a little bit more Rick Ware racing news, Tommy Baldwin. Uh, he's a popular name in the sport. He's been named the competition director for Rick Ware racing. Uh, he's going to be in charge of, of managing the technical alliance that they have with RFK racing. Um, so again, Tommy, Bob, Tommy Baldwin, that's a name that is, uh, synonymous with, uh, with, uh, a lot of people in the sport. Obviously, uh, when I think of Tommy Baldwin, I think of Tommy Baldwin racing with, uh, you know, whether it be Dave Blaney or even like, uh, even Alex Bowman drove for, for Tommy Baldwin racing back in the day. Um, 
And one more piece of, of news uh, regarding Rick Ware Racing, uh, more importantly, Cody Ware. Uh, Cody Ware's first court date, uh, district court date, has been set for May 1st regarding his scenario. So that's, you know, <clears throat> just keeping everyone updated on that. So getting through all this news, uh, this is going to be a, a little bit interesting here. Uh, we're going to try out a new segment for these super speedways. We didn't get to do it for Daytona or the first Atlanta race, but uh, Mr. Zachary Bell, he approached uh, me with an idea, uh, or he and I were talking earlier about, about this new idea, and uh, it's going to be a little bit similar to uh, the Feel Goods or Flats segment that we usually do, but it's going to be a little bit different in the fact um for all of you uh you betters out there sports betters you all know the term over under uh and you know that uh you can you know you can win or you can lose by that by that line there so uh considering it's Talladega and anything can happen this weekend we're going to do that with this super speedway race and we're going to call this segment the double yellow um and for that segment ladies and gentlemen justin uh which is yours truly is going to give the rest of the team here and you guys at home you guys watching i'm going to give you guys a scenario here and i'm going to give you a number and it is your job to tell me whether you think the outcome at talladega this weekend is going to be over or under that number <clears throat> and you guys can say uh over or under the double yellow line if you if you want to. Wait, can we clarify so, one thing, okay? Can we clarify? Uh, yes. yes. So like if it's like six and a half, is yeah. over meaning six or better, or is over meaning seven and above? Over would be it, seven and above. It would be seven and above, yes. Okay. And and we'll get into that. I'll tell you, I'll go ahead and give you our first one. Will be that. Uh will be something like that. Um, 2.5 Hendrick cars will finish in the top 10 in the Cup Series race at Talladega this weekend. Uh, so if you, uh, if you think only one or two finish in the top 10, you would be under. If you think three or all four Hendrick cars finish in the top 10, you would be over. So Zach Williams, you're a resident Hendrick fan. What's our... You know, what say you? Do you is that uh, over or under? I say over on that one, at least three of them. Over Tommy, Tommy Williams says over. Ryan says, I'm hoping under. Uh, <clears throat> Mike, what say you? What what do you think on that? Talladega is always a crapshoot. I'm saying under on this one. I think two of them are going to get caught up in a wreck. I couldn't possibly tell you which two. But I think two of them will be caught up in a wreck, and that'll be the under. Zach Bell, what say you? Is that an over or an under? Mama Seeger says under. I'll take the over. Um, I'm a, I'll take the over. Uh, I think I think all four get a top ten, actually. All four in the top ten at Talladega? I hope all four. We'll see. That'll be, uh, that'll be interesting. I don't necessarily trust Kyle Larson's uh, – ability at super speedways he he does well but it, he just seems to be wrong place wrong time a lot of times but 
Uh, I'm going to say under. I actually think uh, Chase is the most surefire bet. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, um, I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the under on that. I think uh, I, I feel confident in Chase. Uh, maybe William Byron, but I don't know if I feel. I don't know how I feel about Alex Bomer, Kyle Larson. Both of them seem to have a bad knack of finding themselves in the wrong place, wrong time. Um, and we're just going to uh, – we're going to go right into that, and I'm going to go just to give you guys a little bit of an easy one. We're going to flip-flop from one mega team to another. Uh, the same question, 2.5 Joe Gibbs Racing Drivers will finish in the top 10. Uh, over or under. Uh, and Zach, we'll go back to you uh, with that. Under on that one. I think under. Under? Okay. Uh, Zachary Bell, what say you? Under. One. Mike? Uh, I'm going to go the under as well, but I'm going to go two. Ryan says under on that one as well. Uh, I gotta agree. I think, uh, I think under, I think, uh, I, I think, uh, a lot of the Joe Gibbs racing drivers, uh, fall into that Bowman and, and Larson category of, they just find themselves wrong place, wrong time. Uh, a lot of people say under on that one. So as a matter of fact, I think everyone said under on that one. Yeah. Um, Here's going to be, this is going to be interesting one. At Talladega, we have 1.5 overtime finish or overtime restarts. Um, I'm going to go over on that one. I'm saying there's going to be two. All right, Mike, what say you on that? How many um, overtime finishes do we get? Or overtime Talladega, restarts? 3 o'clock start time. I'm going to go the under with one. Just because I think that the race is going to be relatively caution filled and they might have to call it for darkness after one attempt. Zach, what say you? Mama Seeger says over on that one. She's taking the over. Under. Um, Under. I don't think we go to overtime at all. No overtime finish. Zach saying we go all to the distance. All right. I'm going to take the over on that one. I don't think this will be a wreck fest. We'll I'm gonna minutes. I'm gonna go with the the over on this one, and I'm actually gonna say we go. I'm gonna say we have three. I think we have three overtime finishes or three overtime restarts um, for this one. The the winner of the race will lead five laps of the race. And I say that because we've had so many last lap passes uh, with drivers who have not won. Uh, and actually, I'll tell you what, uh, just to give it a nice clean number so nobody says five, uh, I'm going to say 5.5. 5. Uh, so does the the winner of the race uh, at Talladega, do they lead five or less laps in the race? Over uh I'm going to say over on that one because, like, the first question, I'm hoping the Hendrick boys are up there, you know, getting organized. So they, they, they stay up there like that, stay up in first. Brian says over on that one. Tommy says over as well. We're, we've got a few overs on that one. I'm going to take the under, personally. I think that we get, a, like, in normal super speedway fashion, I think we get a, a driver that makes a last lap pass or, or maybe on that one of those overtime finishes that I'm thinking here. 
uh, gets that win and leads less than five laps. <laughs> Ryan says he needs the Penske guys to stay up front all day. Yeah, he does. The, they tend to do really well at staying organized uh, at the beginning of the race. And, and then uh, who knows what happens. Yeah, who knows what happens there at the end. Uh, Zach, what about you? What do you think on that one? Um, under. Under? Mike, what about you? you I'm going to go the over on that one, and I want the good old Stuart Haas boys to be up front and getting organized at the end. The Fords definitely know how to do it. They'll team up with the Penske boys. It'll be Harvick versus Logano coming down to the finish. I'd pay to see that battle. Uh, I mean, yeah. This is going to be a be a big one here, and I think this one might have some split decision, uh, depending on what you think. Uh, the big one at Talladega this year will have twelve point five cars involved. Over or under? Um, I'm going to say over on that one. Over, all right. Over. I'm not sure how many, but I think it's going to be more than that. Uh, Mike, what say you on that one? I'm personally going to go with the over on that one as well. I think uh, that we're going to see the real big one. All right, Zach Bell, what say you on that one? Over or under? Under. Zach's going to go under, under. under. Mama, Mama Seeger says over. Tommy Williams says under. I'm going to go under as well. I think we get around 10 to 12, but I, I think that's going to be as large as we get. I think we're going to go. Um, so uh, <clears throat> here's one uh, presented, uh, kind of going along the lines with that. Uh, how many cars will be running at the finish? And the, uh, the line I'm going to set for you here is 19.5. Are there more than, or do we have 20 or more cars uh, finishing the race at the end, running at the end? So, uh, so basically half the field. Yeah, do we have half the field? Mike, you uh, you presented that one to me. So what say you? Why don't you uh, answer that one first? Going in line with, uh, with the real big one, I'm going to say no. I'm going to, or the under rather. I'm going to say we do not have, we do not have more than 19 cars running at the finish at the, at the finish of this race. Ryan's taking the over on that one. Uh, Zach Bell, what say you on that one? Uh, I'm taking the over as well. Taking the over. Uh, Zach Williams, what about you? I am also taking the over on that one. Well, I'm going to be a little bit different. I'm going to go with Mike here. I'm going to take the, uh, I'm going to take the under here. I'm going to go with that. We have less drivers running. Uh, and not necessarily for the uh, – oh, we lost Zachary Bell there uh, for a moment. Um, we'll try and get him back in here. Uh, but the uh, – I'm going to take the under on that one. I think the uh, – I, I think the big one is going to have less than 12, but I think we're going to have a lot of smaller ones that ultimately take the, the – I mean, we've seen how easy it is for these uh, – uh, for these drive trains to get broken and and you know we've seen drivers down the crab walk down the down the back stretch so uh i think we're gonna see uh i'm gonna take the under i think we have less than half the field left in the race so uh 
I'm going to see. Let's see. I'm going to give you guys one more here before we get going. And Zachary, he's trying to reconnect here. So we're going to see if we can get him back in here. <clears throat> and uh, we'll try to, try to see if we can let Zach get back in here before I before I say it. Um, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to connect. We're trying to get him in here. There he is. There he is. There he is. We we got him back in here. Um sorry about that. My internet spiked. It couldn't handle the the uh, Rangers news today, so I thought it couldn't handle I was about to say it couldn't handle the over under here. The the thought of, of having over half the cars finish at Talladega. Um, if my internet was in the race it wouldn't finish it, that's for damn sure. My internet is uh, required quality. So, uh, so this last one here for for our over under segment, we're gonna get to that. Uh, one more for you guys here at Talladega. This one is specifically designed uh, for you, Zachary Bill, uh, as because we've been teasing you all race about it. Uh, Riley Herbst. Uh, finishes uh, over or under uh, 21.5. So does Riley Herbst finish in that uh, top half, top 20 uh, of the field here uh, in the cup race? Um, Are you, me first? Yeah, yeah, you first. Yeah, we, we got to get you first on that one. Hell yeah, he does. He's going to the top 10, boys. All right, so Zach's Listen, taking the under. Riley Herbst, is, Riley Herbst is at the point in his career where he is embarrassingly close to winning, which gives me anxiety, but he's just not quite there yet. Like, um, you know, this has not been willed into the existence. This earth is not ready for the shattering that will happen when he wins. But let me tell you, he's a good driver. When bad things happen to other people, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think he will be there. Although I'm not calling for this to be a messy race, I think he's going to be a integral part of helping someone else win. And by integral part, I mean the last man in a line of like nine cars. You know what? He can Ryan, drive in a straight you've, line. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, you've uh, you've uh, inspired me. We're going to do that uh, once we get everyone's opinion here. Mama Seeker says over. Tommy says under. I'm gonna go with the the under as well. I'm I'm with you, Zach. I think he gets a I think he gets a good finish here. Uh, I think potentially a top ten uh, is is in the books for him. Mike, what say you? I'm gonna say yeah. I think he also. I'm gonna say top fifteen, maybe a top ten if things go the right way. And Zach Williams, what he's about top you? ten in the five hundred. I just want to remind everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think under. I think he's going to get top ten. Well, we'll see what happens uh, going into the uh, into Talladega. We've got one more, and Ryan, you mentioned this uh, with uh, over under for the winning car number. A number immediately popped into my head uh, about it. So uh, we're going to set the over under for that at seventeen point five. Does the winning car number come from a number seventeen or below, or nineteen or higher? Because eighteen is not in the Cup Series. Uh, at the moment, so um, 17.5. Uh, Mike, I'm gonna start with you. Uh, 
Uh, Ryan says over. I can't imagine who he's thinking uh, there. Say he was quick. He was quick with that one. Gotta, yeah, he was pretty quick. Mama well, Seeger gonna... says over as well. Mike, what say you? Well, I can't imagine who Mama Seeger's thinking of either, but I'm gonna <laughs> go with the under, and we all know why I'm doing that. <laughs> Zach, are, are you gonna go the under too as a as a Bell or as a Hamlin fan? Uh, or nope, taking the over. Someone... Taking nope. the over. There the he goes. And he's out. <laughs> he took the over and he's gone. He took the sign. over and out. That's what that, he did. That, that's his signature sign off tonight. <laughs> over that's, that uh, gone. Taking the over and out. <laughs> uh, our, our Dan Foster, he says he's going to take the over on that as well. Uh, Zach Williams, what say you? Are you going to take the over or under? Zach said he's taking the over. He's watching on YouTube right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, so I don't know if you guys knew this, but I'm a Chase Elliott fan, so I'm going to be taking the under on that. Really? You're a Chase Elliott fan? I, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know if you guys knew that or not. But, I, yeah. I wouldn't guess. I didn't know if you guys noticed I'm a Harvick fan. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Just a little bit. I'm going to take – as I'm a Truex fan, and technically the 19 is over, but I'm going to take the under. I think, uh, I think the winner of the race uh, – comes from someone in the 17 or below range. And I wouldn't put it past an RFK guy like a Brad Keselowski or a Chris Buescher. Uh Zach, you're you're back here now. Uh, you said you were taking the over. Do you have a particular guy in mind here? Yes, I do. And, and who might that be? Uh, he hails from Olive Branch, Mississippi. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Two, yes. in a, two super speedways, somewhat two super speedways in a row. He didn't get Atlanta, so... He uh, he has really impressed me this season. Um, yeah, so I think his mind, like the the driving he's displayed all season long, combined with his super speedway acumen, I really think uh, really think it's gonna play well for him. And to be honest with you, I don't think this race is a is a wreck fest. Uh, I and I think uh, Stenhouse is a viable is a valuable body to have, right? He's a Chevy guy, but he doesn't have any teammates, so he's really kind of a free agent. Um, and I think he's a valuable, valuable body to have in this. And I think he's uh, he's going to be up front, and uh, they're at the end. And I think he's he's going to be there at the right time to pounce. Well, Mama, and he's Seager not afraid to wreck someone to make it happen. Mama Seeker actually agrees with yeah. you, Zach. Uh, Mike, uh, she she kind of called you out there. You may think she was thinking Truex, which I have to admit I thought so too, but. Uh, but she's going for a Stenhouse win. We were there in person to see uh, Stenhouse get his first career win in the spring race at Talladega in 2017. So who's to say? I mean, we know he can get it done, and we know he can get it done in a super speedway in this next-gen car uh, with the Daytona 500 win this year. So I think I, Stenhouse is a is a great pick. And this would be to uh... – two super speedways in a row because Atlanta technically isn't a super speedway. It just drives like one. Well, that's, that's true. That's true. We're uh, Daniel Foster. He's thinking Byron. That's a, that's a good pick. Yeah. He's won. A, he's won a super, yeah. He's won a super speedway pick. You're not going to get any, uh, any hate from Zach Williams on that. He's a Hendrick driver may not be Chase Elliott, but I was, I wanted to stay there on the 17.5 cause I couldn't choose cause it's two under two over. So yeah. I'm kind of, well, that was that was partially why I did that. I wanted to wanted to set again. Well, well, you know, I'm gonna go with my boy Chase, no matter what. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, speaking of which, we've kind of alluded somewhat to our picks anyway, but we still have to make them official, uh, gentlemen. So let's go ahead 
and uh, move on. That was a fun segment with you guys. We will do that again uh, for the fall race at it uh, or summer race really for Atlanta. Uh, we'll do that again for our races that drive like a super speedway anyway. Um, but let's go ahead and get into our race preview segment. Let's get some picks. Let's go ahead and make it official here. <clears throat> we have two race weekends that we're getting ready to, uh, we're getting ready for here. We've got cup and Xfinity. The trucks are off. This weekend, we go from a the half-mile paperclip to the 2.66-mile uh, beast of a track that is Talladega. Um, and, gentlemen, we've got – this is where anything can happen. Anything can happen uh, when you're talking about Talladega. Anybody can win. Anybody can wreck. You can't win the race on lap one, but you certainly can lose it on lap one. Uh, and that perhaps might be true more, uh, no more true than at Talladega. So it's time to get some picks here. Uh, Cup and Xfinity. Uh, Mike, we're going to start with you. Who do you have winning, uh, at Talladega this weekend? So for Xfinity, good old, I think fast pasta is going to take the win. I mean, he's got four career starts at that track and has an average finish of 10th place and then in the cup i'm actually going to go with brad keselowski i think he's up front at the very end and wins it brad keselowski is a good pick i I think that's a that's a solid i'm not mistaken he's current he's the current active leader in windsor yeah he's won at daladega six times Dan Foster says Parker Kligerman for the Xfinity win and Byron for the Cup Series. So that's uh, that's his picks for, for this weekend. Uh, all of you watching, be sure to comment. Let us know your picks. Uh, Zachary Bell, we're going to go to you. Who do you have winning in Xfinity and Cup? Um, I, you know, we know I'm a fan of Derek Krause. Uh, he's in the 10 car this weekend. Uh, you might be thinking, Zach, you're sniffing the Kool-Aid. But uh, we know how great college racing is. In the Xfinity series at Talladega, so I'm going to go ahead and roll DK. And uh, I already said it; I'm taking Ricky Stenhouse. Um, I really think that this is going to be a race at the end that we saw like at the end of Daytona, where uh, your friends are where you find them, not who you want them to be. And uh, Stenhouse is a valuable friend to have in that case. He certainly is. Uh, Zach Williams, what say you? Your picks for Xfinity and Cup here. All right, so Cup, I'm going Chase Elliott. And for Xfinity, I'm thinking Austin Hill. Super Speedways are kind of his thing. Yeah, it's hard to bet against Austin Hill uh, going on uh, to these races here. I'm going to go with, uh, for Xfinity, I'm going to go with Austin Hill's teammate. I'm going to go with Sheldon Creed. He's had bad luck, but he's had good speed at the Super Speedways. And uh, I'm going to say Sheldon Creed gets it done. Uh, Ryan Hill says Austin Hill and Joey Logano. Uh, it's hard to go against Austin Hill and Xfinity. Joey Logano's he's got the good super speedway. Ryan Ryan's got to go with his cousin Austin. Yeah, yeah. We keep losing Zach. Is this this uh, perhaps maybe he just doesn't like our picks or something? I don't know. Yeah, he's getting uh, angry. Every time out. we vote on something, Zach maybe he doesn't like Ryan. Out. Maybe he doesn't like Ryan's picks. Maybe he's you know he's been gone for three weeks and and Ryan just. Just doesn't do it for him anymore. I don't know. Uh, but I'm going to go with Sheldon Creed in the Xfinity series and for the Cup series. 
Uh, I'm going to go with a, with a little bit of a shakeup here. I'm going to go, uh, I, I'm going to go, uh, he does leave every time you comment, Ryan. I don't know what's, what's going on, but I'm starting to think it's personal at this point. Uh, yeah, it might be, might be, we might have to set up a scuffed up segment for Zach and Ryan. That'd be, a, that'd be an interesting debate. That'd be sure. fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Hit that like button if you want to see Ryan versus Zach in a debate. But uh, for the cup, I'm going to go kind of along the lines with you, uh, Mike. I'm going to uh, I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> I'm I'm going to go with uh, Chris Busher, uh, the RFK teammate of Brad Keselowski. I think uh, okay. both of them run really well at Super Speedways, and uh, I think uh, the 17 gets it done for RFK. <laughs> Dan Foster says Ryan has uh, has his vote, uh, and Ryan said uh, he saw uh, Mike and I bond last week over the Buckeyes. Yeah, that's that's what it is. O H. Zach's a, a Texas State fan, and and if you know if you're looking for a for a bigger team, he's a Texas A M fan. So you know, on SEC guys down here, uh, SEC all the way, man. No, yeah. There you go, Mike. Thank <laughs> there, you. Yeah, there you I was go. waiting for it. <laughs> Ugh, SEC. Ugh. Go Gators, baby. Hell State, baby. Hell State. <laughs> Mama Seeger, yeah. Mama Seeger loved the Buckeyes. She's she's on the Buckeye train, too. You guys don't know this about Mama Seeger. She was born in, in the Columbus, Ohio area, so she, she's got a lot of respect for the Buckeyes. Uh, I do as well. I like the Buckeyes. They're they're a good team. But anyway, my two favorite teams are the Buckeyes and anybody who's playing Michigan. That uh, <laughs> anybody who's playing Michigan, I, I like it. Uh, All right, just picking on me. <laughs> yeah, SEC and Hendrick Motorsports. That's a, it's SE no no it's Alabama in Hendrick Alabama. Motorsports. Alabama yeah. and Georgia. That's Alabama. even worse. Yeah. <laughs> the the smaller SEC teams of, of like you know don't don't be hating on Mississippi State here because you don't like Alabama. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, guess Dan, that's Dan's a Seminole. I, I mean, I I guess I'll I will give you that. I, I I can't say I'm entirely against the SEC. I just don't like Alabama, and I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Alabama, Alabama and Georgia, those are the two. Alabama sounds. <laughs> I'll root Alabama. for Mississippi State. I'll, I'll, root Mississippi for, State. I'll root for the Gators. Heck, I don't hey, care. Hey, we were all rooting for Mississippi State with with Mike Leach uh, after his passing in in, in their their bowl game so um nonetheless with that being said we have our picks for talladega if you haven't uh submitted yours uh be sure to let us know down in the comments um and let us know what you think talladega is going to hold it's i mean when i i say uh chaos that's that's what talladega is known to be so uh nonetheless let's uh we're we're getting down to the uh to the final part of the show we're talking about our race picks. Uh, speaking of which, we had our fantasy update um, coming up. Let me go ahead and pull that up uh, real quick. On our NASCAR Fantasy Live, uh, I got to toot my own horn here a little bit. Two weeks in a row, I was able to get a win. So uh, Zach was 
Zach Williams notified me of that yesterday. And how uh, about Zach Williams? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Zach Williams. Here's, he's, yeah. He's, here's, here's our Martinsville. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got Justin one. I got third. I'm assuming this is Ryan, never enough 22. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe so. I believe that as, was. Uh, as, soon, as soon as I saw that one on the fantasy. Yeah, that was. Ryan yeah. even just said in the comment, yeah, I got in those. on the fantasy finally. Justin got me by a couple points. So yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah. yeah, that was. As soon as I saw the 22 at the end, I was like, that's Ryan. That's and, and, and the red and yellow helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's, that's going to be. And Ryan. if you go back to the overall standings, the weirdest part is we still have a tie for the lead. Yep. I'm I know. Go. Two weeks in a row, we yes, have a tie. It's like, we'll. Would y'all stop? Like, dang. I was super surprised, though, when I looked at it today because I, I was down in Orlando not really watching the race. My sister literally made my picks for me while I was driving. So. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that's yep, – you got to so. do what you got to do. Um, but, yeah, we're yep. – it's been a, it's it's been fun uh, playing fantasy throughout these weeks. Again, you can still join. It's, uh, it's open to all of our fans here for Run On Scuffs. Uh, check down – down below at the link that uh, that's down below. If you need any help getting in, be sure to contact us. We're more than uh, happy to get you guys uh, set up uh, to run with us on fantasy. And uh, with that being said, that kind of brings our show to a close here tonight. Uh, I hope everybody has enjoyed it. We've enjoyed being here as always. Uh, we love talking NASCAR with each and every one of you. Um, and gentlemen, it's always a, a pleasure to uh, it's always a pleasure to be here with you. Brian says, if I don't finish last overall, I'll be happy. Uh, he does have a big hole to climb out of, but it's a long season, and you know and we're we're all not that far apart in points. We're all pretty close, like the top ten. I'm, close. Yeah, and I'm I'm prone to miss a few races, <laughs> uh, you know, here and there. Like there'll be, I almost didn't, uh, I almost forgot to set mine for this week too. So. You know, I'll be sure to. I've got to set mine before I go to Talladega this weekend. Well, the good news excited you'll forget. I know, but the other good piece of news about that is, as long as your drivers haven't hit their their ten entry limit, they it just takes your picks from last week, but you don't get the bonus points picks. That's true. I just, but I don't know if I the five I had for Martinsville. I don't know if I trust them at at Talladega. Yeah, that's 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 a different animal completely. Yeah. So that's about as different of an animal as you can get. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, Dan he says have a great night, gentlemen. Uh, Look forward to being back next week. We look forward to having you back next week, Dan. Speaking of having someone next week, uh, we do have a special uh, special guest coming next week on the show. You guys have already seen him this year, Mr. Matt Nicholson. Uh, he and I are both going to be at Talladega this weekend, and we are both going to give you guys a little bit of a different uh, a different view on uh, our, what our thoughts were on the race. Uh, and of course, we'll have our normal panel with Mike and Zach and Dan and. Zachary Bell, if his internet doesn't cut out, uh, and uh, jeez, so yeah, so Ryan would be leading our our fantasy yeah. league if if Most we definitely. had those points, and yeah, so should have joined us at the beginning, he, man. Come on, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, we're we're gonna have a lot of different uh, a lot of different viewpoints from the Talladega race, so we we look forward to that. If anybody watching is going to be in Talladega, uh, hit me up. You guys see my my Twitter handle down there. 
Um, you know, I'll be in Talladega. I'll be in the garage uh, for most of the day Sunday, uh, possibly a lot of the day Saturday. But, you know, I'm, I'm always happy to meet up with, with folks. Uh, and uh, we look forward to a good good weekend of racing. So uh, with that, let's get our closing remarks. Uh, starting off with uh, Mr. Mike Daphner. You have, uh, what are your closing remarks? I'm just thankful for... Every day that I'm here, my parents just ready to watch some good old-fashioned super speedway racing this weekend at Talladega. I don't think I've been ex- this excited for a race in a while just because it's Talladega, baby. Raise hail, praise Dale. I feel like that statement is even more fitting when we go to Talladega. It's it's just a little extra fitting when we go to Dega. Um, actually, I had this pulled up earlier he is if i can get it to load he is number one all time at talladega with 10 wins and guess who's in second literally dale jr yeah yeah earnhardt's had a had a stranglehold on on that track so yeah he taught him well he taught his son well yep uh mr zach williams uh what say you for your final closing remarks here tonight uh, just that I've had a great night hanging out with you guys, getting to be the resident Florida man for once. And, uh, know. you know, it's always fun hanging out with you guys and all the people watching at home. Uh, enjoy your guys' comments. Keep, keep putting those in. Let us know what you think. And I'll see you guys next week. I look forward to an awesome Talladega race. Yeah, uh, I'm going to wear sunscreen, and somehow Monday I'll still be sunburnt. So, uh, you know, just <laughs> so you guys know, that'll be a – That'll be a be a thing. I can assure you. I will somehow come back sunburnt. Uh, so we'll compare how I look this week to how I look next week. But um, as always, we enjoy having everybody with us. We appreciate everybody uh, supporting the show, uh, watching the show, and we are happy to have you guys with us this week. And we hope you'll tune in next week, and uh, we can do this all again. We get to talk about all the fun that we had at Talladega. So. Uh, With that being said, we will see you guys on the next episode of Running on Scuffs. See you guys later.